Hello, and again, welcome to Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to pop culture media your girl will likely drag you to. This is Alex. And I am Matt. And uh, today we've got a little bit of a special episode today, don't we? Yes, we do. Why is it special? Well, it has nothing to do with Listen to Your Heart, because I'm finding <laughs> that not many of them are special. Well, they're, they're special to me. I, don't, I, I'm, <laughs> I know everyone's a precious snowflake, especially Jamie. So if you're listening, Jamie, which you're not... Um, <laughs> You're special to me, but it's special because we're actually brewing our own beer here. Yes. We are next to our brewing station. We're making a Bavarian Hefenweizen, uh, which should be ready in a couple months. So I think that's exciting. My personal favorite. Yeah. As with any great brewer and any great podcaster, we're actually drinking while we do this. So Alex, you picked out the beer today. What did you pick for us? Yeah. About damn time, which is why I picked out about damn time by Four Noses Brewing Company. Pretty heavy today. We're looking at 7.1 ABV, so I'm pretty excited about this one. I'm excited too. Uh, I've, it's from Broomfield, which is right down the street from us. So maybe when this COVID uh, goes away, we can uh, go visit the tasting room together. I'd be down. Um, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, so let's give it a try. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Mm. Oh yeah, there's the seven. Mm. Yeah, it's strong. Yeah, I like it though. Well, before we get started, let me just say That was the most redeeming part of the entire episode was I, that that after credits, you know, run that they had with everybody doing their different vo- vocal warm-ups. I love how Trevor's like, I'm not classically trained, so I don't know how to warm up. It's like, dude, it fucking shows because you're <laughs> terrible at singing. You and your girl. Well, and also, like there's this great invention called YouTube. You can probably learn how to do a vocal warm-up on YouTube if you want to take your career seriously, right? A seven-year-old teaches me how to fix my electronics every time I have a question on YouTube, so I'm sure you can find a vocal coach on there that can, sure. can help you. It's um, oh, gosh, so... Let's let's dive into it. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's get start into with it. this so, episode. Uh, the game kind of changes. Chris Harrison comes in uh, and changes the game, but I want to say something before we get into that because... They're in their 20s, most of these people, I think mm-hmm. all of them are, and they're greeting each other by kissing each other on the cheek. I'm in my 30s, and I don't greet people by kissing people on the cheek. They're artists, dude. We already, we already addressed this. They're but when, does that, when in life does that start? Because I don't know when I'm supposed to go up to... Where in life? Europe. <laughs> Is that what you're going for? Or like where in your timeline of life. <laughs> Europe makes a lot of sense, but I mean like... When in United- when do we greet each other by kissing each other on the cheeks? Yeah, hopefully never. But is is that I love you? But hopefully never. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that kind of weird though? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so no, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe the producers like just kiss each other on the cheeks. I, I don't know. Yeah, Chris Harrison apparently took the blue pill because he's no longer Neo. <laughs> Um, he gave up that quest. He gave up that quest. He's dressed normally now, but he says, "Look, there's no more new arrivals. I want you all to take it seriously. If you don't." have someone that you really think that you could be in a relationship with take a um, hike take a hike which i feel like they should everyone in, in their current status except if you're married should take that evaluation and say hey am i serious about this or should we just end our journey now yeah um and yeah. uh i think two people took it seriously and everyone else didn't yeah who do um, you think it did though who took it seriously yeah uh gabe yep gabe's like i'm not gonna you know hey like Gabe gonna, and I think Savannah is my. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, Chris. Chris. Why did you think that they were the same person, Alex? <laughs> I don't know. Don't put me in that corner. <laughs> um, uh, so um, no, I did like Gabe though. Gabe well, he seemed the most mature out of all of them though, because he was just like, 
look, I like her. I'm going to tell her. And if something doesn't work out the way that I want to, there's no point in me staying here. I'm not going to string along. Uh, what was her name? I just started remembering her name. Uh, Ruby. 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 I was yeah. just starting to remember her name and now she's gone. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hard part I about get, the show. I get attached. I get attached I and then they disappear on me. I know. But um, her hair wasn't pink. It was medium rare. Yes. Yeah. Naturally. Um, so he took his ears. He's like, I'm going to talk to Savannah. And if she's going to, she's the only one I really want to continue for. She's the only one I've had any type of connection with. Which and they kind of just spring. I mean, as a production, they just kind of spring that on you. I was like, I had no idea they even interacted. Yeah. I knew he was doomed to fail when he walked up to Savannah. She's like, hey, bud. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, no. Hey, Gabe. She didn't kiss him on the cheek. He, she shook his hand. She shook his hand. They were, yeah. <laughs> Um, but she, she turned him down and, you know, he took it like a man. I actually was very impressed with the way that he took, um, his, Hon- her breakup, her well, rejection of him. Honestly, he was like, well, Hey, thanks for letting me know. Uh, cause he just, he wanted, he needed to know to yeah. make a decision. Um, and she was straightforward. She was definitely honest with him. She's like, look, I just, you, you check a lot of boxes. I just, the romance thing just isn't there. Yeah. So, prop, so props to Savannah for that. I mean, and then he had a conversation with Ruby too. Hey man, hey, it's not. I'm not. I tried it with Savannah. She was the one I thought I could be here with. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Go I home. appreciate everything you've done, but I, I, it's not gonna work with us. Then you have Julia, who, you know, was, I had an issue with her the whole show because she was talking well, about. Let's start at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Brandon tells Julia <clears throat> that he's trying to pursue Savannah. Yeah. Like that's when they have this. Like he tells Julia right off the bat, hey. We said, well, I'm glad that you're here because it gives me a chance to think it over. But then he chooses Savannah and then she gets very mad about it. Julia can't take the fact that Brandon has chosen Savannah. I, that's what we get, in my opinion, out of the whole episode. That's the theme of this entire episode is Julia being super bitter. Well, she's she's extremely talented. She's beautiful. Yeah. I bet she's never really been turned down before. Maybe. Maybe. And to be fair, Brandon, while he is being honest, he's not being super clear either. Because he keeps telling her, apparently, per per her, I guess, discussions with other girls. Because she starts running her mouth all over the place. and But she keeps saying, like, he was telling her, like, I'm glad you're still here. Like, you're going to stay here. Don't worry. Like, we can still figure this out. Yeah. And I'm like, so that part, I'm kind of like, well, Brandon, don't don't string a girl on if you're going to pursue Savannah anyway. Well, he, he said that. Without the knowledge of they need to couple up for good now. That's true. That was sprung in, in <clears throat> so the So I thought he probably thought more people were coming. Um, he probably cast in a wider net too, just in the sense that he thought the girls were going to have the roses this week. Yeah. So he wanted to make sure that he was staying no matter what. That's a good point. Cause yeah, like you said, they didn't know. Cause and that, that, cause that was a lot of Julia's point too. Is she's like, just last night he was saying this, which again, to your point, if you're playing the game, you're talking about, you know, making sure that you can like lock down a rose. And you're also, again, there could be two or three other girls that show up that day. So when Chris Harrison says, all right, this whole shtick's over, lock down who you're locked down with, and it's time to get serious. So, I mean, Savannah's crying. I think Julia, man- Julia manipulated her when the girls were having a little powwow in the yep. room. I know that Julia told her straight up what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't really mince no. too many words or embellish. Kind of, I don't know. She... Um, all the serious stuff. I really just want to talk about how bad Jamie is, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, that's the fun part. That's the fun part. Yeah. That's the levity in this um, podcast. But all of a sudden, Savannah goes kind of concerned. And I love how Brandon comes up to her and says, what's your biggest concern? It's like, it's you, bro. Like, you're not being you're not being succinct. You're not being honest. You're not being up forward. Where I feel like he... Hmm, 
I don't know. I have to think on what I was just about to give him credit for. <laughs> he Why was direct that? in his apology and he was firm in his commitment to move forward with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand the, do you want to do this with me or do you want to go home and cry? I, I, I remember that one verbatim. Like that was actually a great way to be like, that's kind of insulting actually, because you're playing with her emotions here. Yeah. It's kind of like, and you're belittling her emotions. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so <laughs> do you want to do this or do you want to go home and cry? Like she chuckles and I was a half tempted waiting for her to be like, you asshole. And just walk <laughs> out. <laughs> Maybe she likes, uh, she likes, uh, assholes. You know, she could be the only daughter of, with, with two older brothers or something. And she, and she likes, you know, who knows? I don't know. But she could be. She liked. She liked that approach. She liked that. Appro- I mean, I wouldn't be that ballsy. I thought that was kind of a insensitive comment to make. But I like how you make up a hypothetical family tree to, to explain Savannah, the Savannah, the one of three children. <laughs> um, so Sheridan's dense. He's like, I'm just glad that Julia committed to me, and it's it's like I feel bad for Sheridan. Man, you you don't. If he keeps going forward with this, though, I'm going to stop feeling sorry for him. Yeah, he's kind of surpassed the Benefit all this. Of the doubt. Um, he knows, he knows the game, he knows what's happening and he knows that he's starting to give her a little more credit than she deserves at this point. She clearly doesn't want him. No. And, and first, you know, she just, she's not listening to the same thing that she's critiquing Savannah for where I feel like Brandon Savannah's relationship is organic, Mm -hmm. is natural, but she saying like, they're not genuine. She's just, I don't know. I don't know why she would want to pair up with. Brandon as a singer based on his voice yeah, with his teeth out and eh. yeah he looks like William Defoe in Spider-Man as the Green Goblin like eh. which uh, it's just it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking that too and and unfortunately I was noticing this in Chris too and I was like you know what probably is keeping some of these people from getting to the next level is they don't pass the eye test hmm. like you said like Brandon's faces that he makes when he sings like and like with Chris he just doesn't like. He's not physically fit. He does like. He just. He looks like kind of your nerd type. Yeah, he's, and, he is a big nerd. And, and not to mean like. I think Chris is one of the most talented guys on the show. Not only can he sing and actually write lyrics to a song and produce his own music. He's. He's. I think he's better than Bree. He's the most talented guy on the show. Yeah. Well, I think um, Ryan's super talented too. I didn't like how Mraz called <laughs> we're getting ahead, but he called him like, Hey, she's gonna outshine you one oh, point. Oh yes, yes. Uh love but I she like, has a strong I like Natasha's Natasha. voice. Yeah. But Ryan's super talented. Yeah, Ryan is super talented. Well, um, and it's like they both are in two different genres too. So yeah. it's like he could still make it his genre just because they do, you weren't singing to his strengths. So um the new the new deal that judges will send the couples home now. Um, I don't know if I like that. Of pop and singing, songwriting legends and Bachelor alumni are going to be judging them and see who gets sent home. Um, also, looks like production chooses the songs that they sing. Yeah. Um, so they give they layups. They give layups to the to Jamie and Trevor, um, and then they like give. They need it. You know, then the couples they want the girl's to gone fail. On like four dates already. The couple yeah. they want to fail, they give the hardest one to do. Um, yeah. But granted, that was doomed to fail. And what we're talking about is. Danny and Becca. <laughs> Tell me more about Danny. Danny looks like he's the love child of Jimmy Fallon and Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and if I know we're not going to see him again, so I wish this came out earlier, but I was literally looking. I'm like, if Ryan Seacrest and Jimmy Fallon had a baby with each other, <laughs> that's what it would look like. And he acts, 
he acts too goofy and affable to be taken seriously. And the poor guy tries to kiss Becca. Yeah. A thousand times. Yeah. And he lands one. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And um, even like in, even in the performance after they finish their song, he goes in for like a second kiss and she gives him like the girl stiff arm. She like wipes, like pretends like wipe his face or something like, but she's really pushing his face away. It was, it was so awkward and noticeable. It's like he went even for the judges like, Ugh. he went for a double double when he, uh, when he just ordered a single and he was begrudgingly given a single because they had an extra patty. Like it wasn't like they were feeling it, but they went on this. Well, and that that was one of the elements of the performances, right? It was like they had to show that they were a couple, that there was a connection. Yeah, I and I think that, gosh, I feel bad for. Oh, maybe he liked it, but the date they went on was absolutely horrific. I mean, they went shopping, yeah, in jacuzziing, yeah, and he kept trying to kiss her in the jacuzzi. Well, even then, when he was like telling her her feelings, she kept like sighing and like leaning back and being like, Oh, woe is me. The world is on my shoulders. And I'm like, he, and he does that famous thing that guys do where they go, what's wrong. It's like, she clearly doesn't feel the same way about you. Yeah. And, and so they go to this little penthouse, little, uh, house and they're a penthouse house. Well, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. Um, if you, we're, we're on the stage right now where we're adding our grains. Is it at a point where you think we should do it? It's kind of boiling, but not really. He doesn't have his mic next to him right now. Um, and they are there with a famous uh, clothier who I've never heard of, Minky Minky or something, Stinky Pinky. I have no idea. Um, and you know, uh, Danny dresses up. I can I can guess Danny's favorite Pixar movie. It's Coco, because he is covered with skulls. Uh, well, I think he's like Latino. I don't. I think be, I, I got I got Latin American vibes from him. For but sure. that doesn't mean you dress up in skulls. If you're if you're a Latino, <laughs> Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, I get it, but that's why his favorite movie is Coco. Um, <laughs> and she comes out of the uh, dressing room. And he's like, woo, woo. he gives her a cat call, and like, I don't know about you, but I was a little bit like, I don't know. My don't, my, my my gaydar went off a little bit. I don't. I just don't know who takes that much time on their hair. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I just his his reaction. She came out of that with that little like black sequin top with the, the leather pants. You know, he was like, Ooh, girl. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I guess. So I, I so right, they went Danny. on this weird date. You. They went on the jacuzzi. She said, she's just not there. It was super awkward. Cause he mm-hmm. kept trying to kiss her, but he didn't try to like make out with her. He tried he to didn't really put on any moves. He yeah. tried to peck her a couple times. Um, I don't know. Maybe he's a bad kisser. I don't know. Uh, a lot of these people on the show are bad kissers. Um, so wait, do you think the bad kissers are also ones who are bad singers? Do you think it's like a mouth thing? It's a straight correlation because I'm a fantastic singer. Um, <laughs> oh, I know, I've heard you. But who? Za 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 zizu za Um, I like how Rudy did like a push up while she was doing it too. Did you notice that? Yeah, there is a lot of weird things. And then there's this weird part where like they were starting their day and these two girls were doing handstands against glass doors. Yeah, that's how the show opened. It drew me it drove me nuts. I'm like, get your feet off the glass. Like yes. you can break. Like, what are you doing? Like yeah. oh, that's my issue. But um so and while the Danny and while Ryan Seacrest and Jimmy Fallon's son is on a date with uh 
Becca, who I hardly know who you are. Um, there's a conversation between uh, Savannah and Julia. Julia calling Savannah fake as hell because she's upping the PDA. Yeah. And yeah. she says she has no she has no more feelings for Brandon. And she's just doing this as a public service announcement. Like, what's her purpose of telling her this? Your relationship is affecting me. Why is my relationship affecting you so much? Yeah. Well, and to be honest, you can tell she's completely blindsided by this because when she's like, hey, like, Savannah, come in, do a little one-on-one. She's like, yeah, sure. And, like, when they're sitting down on the couch, she's like, hey, like, what's up, girl? What's going on? Like, she thinks that they're going to just chat. And, like, maybe she can help her with something. And, uh, you know, for me, I'm, I'm looking at that just going, like, she gets kind of wide-eyed. And the way I see it, I don't I – th- I, think, I think Julia is just bitter. I just, I honestly think bitter, she's bitter a little bit. She's like bitter beer face. Speaking of beer, we are going to be adding our extracts now. So this is Ooh. a very exciting time in our yes. timeline here. Um, I want you to, I want you to elaborate on that a little bit further though. I mean, cause I, I what do you think? I mean, I well, think Julia, Julia is a very insecure person. I think she's never, she's never been told no by a male or she's never lost, you know, comparatively to, uh, another female. I think that's just, kind of the honest truth and I and I don't falter for that but there gets to a certain point in time where he made his decision and it wasn't you so it's time for you to move on like there's a time when her and him were practicing their song and Sheridan and her were trying to practice Sheridan was trying to practice his song with her and all of a sudden she uh, just um, she's like I can't think of the words I'm like there's a printed sheet with lyrics right in front of you like what do you mean you don't know those words and it's a Backstreet Boys song and you're of, of age to know every word of that song I know I do um, she was in her prime when that song came out. Gosh, but didn't everyone sound really crappy when they were trying to sing, like practice? I know they had to iron out some ideas, but man, they look crappy. They were definitely experimenting. Speaking of experimenting, Alex is pouring in the extract right now. We're stirring it and bringing it back to a boil. So, um, so they, so they, so I feel bad for Savannah because Savannah. I think Savannah made it a valiant. A valiant, a strident point when she said, hey, look, uh, he chose me and I finally felt I could be myself. And so I'm starting to let down my walls a little bit because he definitively chose me. But um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just kind of Julia and everything. I'm just sitting here wondering what the, uh, the end game is. If, if there's going to be a mid-season swap, I'm kind of concerned about that. Well, I feel like with, with all of the comments that she was always making to the producers about liars and being dishonest i'm like i literally got to the point watching where i was like we get it julia like we under like we get it like get over it like it's like like i think i I think your point you made earlier was was spot on because it's like dude julia he said no to you get over it yeah swallow it get over it like and i get i don't think she can't accept it i think that she's just gonna constantly get after it and instead she's made she's made enemies out of both of them instead of just moving on and actually Maybe, I don't know, give a chance to the guy that's absolutely infatuated with you. Sheridan's kind of creepy, though, a little bit. I mean, I get I get the circumstances are not normal in the sense I don't that know. you are going to have the boy that turned you down in your face with the person that he chose like, yeah. consistently every day, and you have to see that. But at the same time, speaking about being genuine or faking it or whatever it may be, what are you doing with Sheridan? Yeah, You didn't exactly. want to go home? 
your boy didn't choose you, so you're gonna stick with the guy. She's, she's accusing him of being the what? How she is being with Sheridan? And she's not. She hasn't just told Sheridan like, look, dude, like I'm like, because she wants to be in the game. She's telling. She's talking about Brandon playing a game. She wants to stay in the oh, game, she's which is why she's letting thing. Sheridan. She just found a guy that's dumb enough to believe that she's <laughs> genuine. Um, yep, I, I really again like it's it's like everything she's saying about Brandon, she's pointing out about herself. But she's, I mean, she's a classic narcissist in the sense that she can't understand why she wasn't chosen. She can't accept the fact that she's chosen, and she's projecting her own insecurities and her own problems onto this situation, you know, into onto somebody else. So I, I have, um, I just kind, I did love though Sheridan though was you know kind of just stopped practicing, picked up a book, picked up a glass of rosé, went by the bonfire, and just kind of was waiting for Julia to get over what she needed to get over so they could yeah. practice their song. I mean, well, here's the one thing too is like when they were going over the songs, did you see that one scene they caught her where she's just like rolling her eyes? Oh yeah, and I'm like, dude, you're not even into this guy. Like, uh, I don't know. She's it's, lucky that I mean, she's super talented. Don't get me wrong, but she's yeah. lucky that Sheridan's very talented as well. Yeah. Um. So, uh, next Ryan and Natasha go on a date. Yeah. Which did the producers lead us up to that? They just There's like no date card presented or anything. No. Like that. It's just like people just started going on dates. <laughs> Becky and Danny, I don't remember getting a card either. Yeah, they did. They did? Yes, oh. yes. Becky and Danny did. I was probably bleaching my eyes or ingesting bleach at that point in time. <laughs> um, they did, but no, that, that's what I was going to ask you because I'm like, I even wrote down in my own notes. I'm like, wait, when did when were they going on a date? That was complete news to me. And they had Lauren Bushnell, which I bet uh, Ben Higgins had a hard time watching. I this know. Episode. With her husband, her World famous you know, music musician. It's pretty wild. This might be the first season of Bachelor Bachelorette without Ben Higgins now in seven seasons. So and yet Lauren's on it. And Lauren made <laughs> somebody, it. Somebody, um, somebody from that couple's got to be involved. Because she married up. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ben Higgins is probably a solid dude. He's out here. I like his restaurant he's out a here. Denverite like us. So I like I mean, his like restaurant. We, we love him, but yeah. Uh, um, Lauren, Lauren did all right. I mean, the song that they sang was his proposal to her. Was, you, oh, was it was a really? Yeah. So it, uh, it, it's even the music video. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, so he he wrote a song. He wrote that song, making big plans, and he asked her to check it out. And then there's a portion of the song where he talks about getting down on one knee, and he got down on one knee at that moment. Videotaped all of it, and then yeah. that became the music video. Yeah. So sorry, Ben. Got one up on that one. <laughs> I don't think Ben can sing. And then JoJo was on the show too. Oh my gosh, this is just anti-Ben yeah. Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> which is so funny. Um, and, and all this time that they're on this date, Rudy did not get a date. So she's a ticking time bomb. My goodness. I don't... She's a fantastic singer. Rudy seems like she's definitely on the fringe of like being a little bit of a weirdo. Rudy is on the verge of boiling a bunny. <laughs> I mean, that's a fatal attraction joke. If you guys don't get it, uh, look it up. It's a movie with, you should watch. Um, watch it. Uh, it talks about basic white women when they get dumped. Um, uh, but so she goes off crazy. Matt tries to console her. Oh my gosh. We're almost boiling over here. We should stop stirring for a bit. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Does that look like a gentle boil to you? I have no idea. But it's growing. Nah, it stopped. Uh, couldn't stop soon enough. Maybe turn down the heat a little bit. So this is riveting stuff. Oh, now it's really bubbling. Let that go down a tiny bit. Um, and I also I was laughing too because Natasha and Ryan... 
and Ryan were just hogging the mic when they were trying to sing together. It's like, my turn with the mic, my turn with the mic. Well, and that's no. the one thing I thought about when they were starting all this, not as a show, like this episode, when, when Chris mentioned the idea of them all performing together, I said, wait, from a musician's perspective, you have two alphas that are going to be sharing the same stage, trying to, trying to show their talents to some, some celebrities and some people in the industry. Well, it, who's like, are they going to play well together or are they going to compete? Well, except for Trevor and Jamie, who are both betas and uh, and uh, can't sing very well. I was laughing when they were practicing. The band had to keep correcting her tempo. I don't know if you noticed that when they were working. That's I think that's why she was at least on tempo during, during the those actual cut presentation. Scenes? Yeah, yeah. But she was she's just she also got lucky talking about like the song choice. She got lucky that that they picked a song in her pop, genre, pop country. Mm-hmm. Well, I love Mary Morris. I think she's talented. I love, I love Mary Morris. But, but her running away crying when the practice didn't go well just demonstrates her maturity level. Uh, her, like, you're her, supposed to be a professional. Her jump squats before she actually goes on stage. Uh, <laughs> that I thought is going to be, if, if nothing else, a supreme GIF moment that's going to be coming out. Oh, if I don't see that in a GIF anytime soon, and uh, failure. And on then the her rolling in the grass after doing a decent job or getting decent reviews, not a decent job. That was glorified karaoke. She's a child. But they had to they had to superimpose underwear on her. I don't know if you caught that. You know, no, I always have my, you always have the, my I always have my eye out. Did they do the bikini thing? Where yeah. They like, oh, they did. White underwear. <laughs> um, so I thought the jumper covered it all. I thought I thought it was part of the jumper. <laughs> so. Um, Anyway, they, uh, Sheridan also does, has just like, you know, Julia's into me. I know we had a rocky start with everything that's going on in the house. No, bud. She wanted somebody else, and he told her no. Yeah. Like, it's not a rocky start. You are the silver medal. Or actually, you are you are a lifeline. <laughs> you yep. are, you're not a medal you at were, all. You were the life preserver for her on this show. So they bring on uh, Jordan and... Jordan Rogers and Jojo Fletcher as one of the judges. Jason Mraz wearing his patented fedora. Did I ever tell you the story where I almost got in a fight because I called someone Jason Mraz? No. No, I was at, so we were at, we were Looking going, at him now, it's not exactly a compliment, but. <laughs> well, it wasn't a like compliment. It wasn't a compliment. I have a habit of calling people Jason Mraz if they're wearing a fedora out in public. <laughs> and uh, I found a guy that had too much to drink that didn't like that joke. And so he tried to uh, take a swing at me. Uh, <laughs> while we were taking the ferry across the bay. Um, luckily, he was drunk and missed and, and didn't get the humor of it. You know, I like Jason Mraz as a singer, so I, you know it's just his fedora is his deal. And then Kesha, um, thank you very much for coming out of the drug ward to be with us. Yeah. What was going on with her? She looked like she was in rough shape. She didn't even act like she was there. Yeah. I mean, was she fully coherent? They actually had to like cut away from her. Or lucid. <laughs> or lucid or, <laughs> or breathing. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rudy and Matt did a great job, I thought. Um, they sang a song by Sean Mendes. Rudy and Matt was fantastic. I think they had the best chemistry overall, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I, they were the most entertaining, too. I think, like, overall, they were the best. I, I think so, too. I was laughing how um, they kept cutting the people's, like, on, like, they were standing still, then they start to move. Like, like they were queued up to dance. You know, there's a ra- random uh, Asian guy that they cut to that was just looking lost. Yes, and all, of a sudden he just, too. all of a sudden he just started moving around like crazy. That dude is my favorite um, with the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Brie and Chris did really well. I thought Chris was fantastic, but I thought like the hand holding was forced and the judges called that out. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and then and then Jamie was all flustered because there was people that were going to be watching and judges that were going to be judging her. Again, were you planning on just singing in the shower your whole entire yeah. life? How do you expect to become a famous musician without performing in front of people, yeah, let I, alone the masses? I don't know. Um, Danny and Becca did Hey Ho by the Lumineers, which is a freaking hard song. Um, so to do your own rendition and actually be unique with it? Yeah. Absolutely. And he was denied a kiss. Um so I thought they thought the, the, they didn't do a very great job, but the song was hard. But they nailed it with the friend zone, I think. Yeah. Um, Brandon Savannah, they weren't great. They did um, uh, Eagle no, Eye Cherry. They, they were the same. Oh no, they did uh, Cheap Trick. They performed the same way they did on their date, which again, I in my pre, in the previous podcast, I was like, I wasn't crazy about their rendition. They had no range. They didn't like the only thing that was kind of good is when they actually harmonized a little bit with each other, which is again, that was the highlight of their performance. Yeah. But again, they don't have, they both don't, they don't complement each other. Well, they're, they're both limited range singers and they sing limitedly with each other. Should we start the timer? You think maybe, I mean, I can't even tell. Actually, this thing is out of boil. Okay. So we'll start. This the, thing's out of boil. So you timer. start 45, I'll start 60. Okay. This is, this is live stuff guys. So 45 started. Wait, Tell me when you're ready to start. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. All right. All right. Now we sit and play the waiting game. Um, who were we talking about? Uh, we were talking, we're about, talking about, about Brandon. Savannah Brandon, Brandon. Savannah. He just sings with it so teeth forward that I don't know. That's probably why she didn't want to look at him because he, he doesn't pass the eye test. Literally, he's like Wario trying to chomp you. Uh, <laughs> A little inside. Right? Yeah, a little, a little inside. But, um, and Julia's just a bitch. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, like, she, she's Julia, taking glee to... in Savannah. What did Savannah do to her? It's Brandon that did everything to her. That, but that's my point. She's villain. She's she's making a villain out of everybody that got what she didn't get. Yeah. And it's only those two. It's only those two. Yeah. The next was Julia and Sheridan. I thought they were good. I know your wife didn't like their rendition. Yeah, she didn't. Like, I thought it was fine. I didn't. I, I don't think it was one of the best ones. I think the judges were like really gung ho about it, and she was like, Julia thought she did a great job too. I'm like, it was good. It wasn't my favorite, but it was good. Do you notice how she kissed him on stage? But as soon as they went off the stage, she stopped kissing him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all an act. I think you just gotta stop stirring now. Everything that she's doing is everything that she's accusing Brandon of doing. Exactly. Um, Natasha and Ryan did stay, and I thought that was a killer performance. Um, except for yes. except for Jason Mraz smashes Ryan's dreams. I, kn- I know. Like, you're going to hold her back. Like, that's the true love of Star is Born story. Be so, Ryan. Yeah, exactly what the show is looking for. No apparently. rafters in your garage, my buddy. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, that's terrible. And then after Natasha and Ryan. You think about that poor kid, though. He liked Jamie at first. Jamie chooses Trevor. And then he gets, luckily, she seems like they hit it off and they're a good couple. And then all of a sudden, he performs for the first time in front of a crowd with a judge. And one of the guys who's been in the industry says, get ready, because she's going to skyrocket and you're going to be doing whatever. Jason Mraz sucks his soul out. And he, and he, tells, he tells Jamie that her performance inspired him to call a loved one. And he tells Ryan, who was 10,000 times more talented than Jamie, you're really, really good, but she is going to make you wish that you were never in the business. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Yeah. I mean, in after Jamie jump squats, Trevor and her go on stage and they sing I Could Use a Love Song, which we've kind of, 
I thought Trevor is just okay. He's white guy with guitar. WGWG. The same American Idol formula that mm-hmm. has ha- has worked for them. But it was a karaoke song. There was no... Yeah. And why did they give Jamie a speech? Like, why did she get the opportunity to say, I was so scared to do this? You know, everyone else just kind of sit there and took it on the chin. Do you think that they're the couple that makes it? I hope not. I think it's like they're, they're gearing up that way. It's very much a production. Like, it's like, oh, man, like, and she's learning to not be self-conscious anymore. And I'm like, again, like, yeah, like you said, why, why did they give her an opportunity like to basically interview her? And then like, and all the judges reactions, I'm like, she's not that endearing. She's just not. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, then that was kind of the end of the performances. Julia was talking about laughing about how the judge called their performance genuine. Then she caught herself yeah. and said, that's because Savannah and Brandon were it's not. because other people are, are doing this because they're, they're playing a game and they're not genuine. Like we get it, Julia. We, yeah. we like, this is the <laughs> fifth time you said this to the production crew, like shut up. Yeah. So finally, Chris Harrison gives out roses. So this is probably prepping us for his bachelor season because they still can't find people to date Claire. I saw three ep- about three commercials during the episode, which is, uh, I, I don't know. I wonder if they're, they they they've had new management over there at the Bachelor because they they've been kind of swinging and you know swinging and missing here these next these past couple seasons. Yeah, I, I'd watch that show. Lots I'm gonna of, watch any show, but I'm I'd gonna watch, watch it. But I mean, like, it's but think about it. Last season was pretty. Ooh. And then this season, it seems like they can't get enough guys that want to sign up. Well, she's been bitching out people on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Apparently, some guy's going to the press or reality, Steve, and she's talking, you know, she's kind of- Talking trash. They're shooting shooting shots over each other's bow. The guy's name is Matt, so I get confused. Is it Um, you? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) She's like, I hate you, Matt. You're like, whoa. Spoiler alert. What did I do? I was was part of the cast for Claire, Um, and those commercials are yearning for me to come back. Are you part of the group Mats for Claire? Yes. Yeah. We're the doormats. Yeah. Um, so um, Jamie and Trevor are saved. They get the first rose. Barf. Uh, Natasha and Ryan are saved because they're good. Matt and Rudy are saved because they were the best. Brie and Chris were saved because they were the second best. Julia and Sheridan were saved because they were the third base, third best. Mm-hmm. And Brandon and Savannah were saved because Becca Drama. and Danny sucked. Well, yes, yes, but they're also saved because of the drama that oh, we're going to yeah. in the next episode. Yeah. The production um, crew is like, no, they've got to make it. Yeah. What I think, I think th- is interesting, though, is that even though Chris Harrison handed out the roses to the couples, it was the guys who had to ask. Well, they asked each other if they're still in it. Oh, did they I, ask they, each other? They, they, oh. Yeah, Jamie and Trevor both went back and okay, forth. Okay. So that's essentially the episode. Then there was a funny thing where, where Trevor says he's not classically trained, and it shows. Um which we've, we've already guessed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, that's it. So at the end of every episode, we give a stones rating. We each have two stones to give. Naturally. And two stones means that the show was enjoyable. Um, and zero stones means an act of castration is preferable to watching this episode. So Alex, I'm going to leave it to you I'm to start. Give, I'm Reluctantly, I'm going to give this one two. Okay. It was meaty. It was juicy. There are things I hated about it. There are things that I loved about it. And it was still half of what I like about the show is being able to criticize and yeah. have fun with it. So it had plenty of moments for that. Yeah. Um, what I, what I need earplugs for part of it, if I were to re- ever rewatch this thing. Sure. 
Yeah. But I, again, it's like this episode was entertaining. I had fun watching this episode. Okay. I'll give it one stone. Um, I'm not finding compelling characters yet. No. And it's, there's no reason for me to tune in next week, to be honest with you. Uh, honestly, when... Except, had, for, this, except re- for this podcast. I was going to say, I had to be reminded by you, like, oh, yeah, I've got to watch this week's episode. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that show was on. Yeah. And I, and I agree. I mean, my two stones are given despite the fact that, yes, there are no... I mean, I shouldn't say that. I like I like um, Chris, and I like... I like Chris because he's talented. Yes. I like Natasha because she's talented. I yep. like... I like Ryan and Sheridan because they're talented. Yeah. I like hearing them sing. Yes. But I'm mortified and angry every time Jamie and Trevor sing. Well, and, and I think you're... And I, go on dates. I, I and, think that's part of it, is that they're they're trying to make this love story out of them. And who knows? It might completely come crashing down and burning, and that's what the producers would love to. Crashing or and burn, wins. you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, or, or it wins, right? Yeah. And again, which the production crew would also love, but I think... Maybe there's something about the whole music aspect of this and they get the whole like, we're the American Idol generation. I mean, you and I were in junior high when the first season came out. Yeah. Maybe it's one of, the, one of those things where you throw in a little bit of a music competition into this love story. I think like, we don't care about the love story. Yeah. And maybe that's partly why I was like, I'm not finding any people I like because it's like, you just better sing well. Dance monkey. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dance monkey, dance monkey, dance monkey, dance for me. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Even the most compelling love story is Chris and Bree, and yep. like yep. I'm, I'm kind of tuned out from that one. Well, I, well, because and here's probably why too. But I did like it's okay. a healthy com- com- okay. like. like uh, I'll tell you one thing. Bree said, "I've already won the prize, so it doesn't matter if I win the competition," which yep. I thought was like, okay. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I was going to say is like they're in such a healthy relationship yeah. it is going to be boring because healthy relationships are boring and I laugh because you know Danny and Becca are crying like I'll never see him again all you need to tell that Uber driver is like can we meet at the bar outside the gate seriously and we'll continue to date I'm pretty sure they swap numbers too to be yeah. like hey like let's go like hang out outside of this like, it's not like all of a sudden they'll never see each other yeah. again although coronavirus did start shortly after Danny got eliminated is it correlation or just <laughs> Direct causation or direct correlation. correlation. Okay. Um, so three stones for this episode. Uh, be sure to tune in uh, next week and let us know what you thought, if there's anything we missed and uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RO stones guys, uh, Instagram at RO stones guys. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share. And if you want to be a part of the show, let us know and we'll have you call in and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Sounds good. Take care. Be safe. We'll be back on. And if you want to buy one of these bottles of beer, it's $60. Okay. Announce.